Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Lee Harris, and here are today's top local stories. The skies above North America apparently have more balloons than a birthday clown. They had to shoot down another one yesterday off Lake Mura, uh, Huron, off uh, the coast of Michigan. Or was it a balloon? Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer thinks they're all balloons. NORAD isn't ruling out alien spacecraft, feeding into conspiracy theories that this is a setup for a fake alien invasion that will be used as an excuse to impose totalitarian rule worldwide. But uh, what do New Yorkers think is going on? Glenn Shuck is endeavoring to find out in Midtown this morning. Glenn? U.S. Air Force General Glenn Van Herk is the commander of NORAD, so you'd kind of think he knows what he's talking about. But he says they can't identify what these recent objects are, where they're from, or how they're flying around like this. I believe this is the first time within United States or America airspace that NORAD or United States Northern Command has taken kinetic action against an airborne object. So here in 2023, is it all about UFOs? Well, this woman's not buying it. I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to find out. Are I'm they sure. UFOs? Are they a- are not, they aliens? No, they're not UFOs or aliens. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. <laughs> There's got to be... I'm sure the government knows. They just don't want us to know. Someone knows. I know I don't. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM, here in Midtown. Eagles fans lived up to their collective reputation last night, taking to the streets of Philadelphia, chanting obscenities about the Kansas City Chiefs who beat them in the Super Bowl 38-35. Some people watched the game in Times Square on an 18,000-square-foot screen. We came all the way from Alabama just to be here for Valentine's Day weekend with me and my wife, so we're excited for it. And just so happened the Super Bowl had to be coming this weekend, so, <laughs> hey, I'm just ecstatic right now. Unlike those Eagles fans. The mayor says murders and shootings are down significantly in the city, but you wouldn't know it from what went on around here over the weekend. At around 10 Saturday night, a man in his 30s was fatally shot in the neck and torso in Level Up Smoke Shop on the corner of 5th and 125th in Harlem. Hours before this, Mayor Adams says New York is winning in its pursuit to bring down violent crime. We have a decrease, double-digit decrease in shootings, double-digit decrease in homicides. On Saturday morning at around 3, a woman was shot in the chest near a BP gas station, also on 125th Street in Harlem, and is expected to survive. Jamel's noticed more violence over the past six years in his Harlem neighborhood. It happens at nighttime, though, when there's less cops in the neighborhood. They really need to be here more at night. Just walking around, you know, just let the presence be known. That's all. On Saturday night, just before 10, a man was shot in the Bronx, another in Staten Island, and a man was slashed in Brooklyn. Christy Kalishian, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Harlem. That wasn't all of it. On Friday, two brothers were shot outside a Popeye's chicken in the Bronx, and now they're dead. 24-year-old Jeremiah Smith and 37-year-old Devren Smith both died at St. Barnabas. Two men are under arrest. A witness tells the Daily News the killings were apparently the result of a fight. 
In response to all the shootings, there was an anti-gun rally in Canarsie yesterday organized by the Flossie organization. Jabril Jalo is president. He says there is a known way of reducing shootings, the violence intervention approach, but he says the mayor's office doesn't want to pay for it. City data itself has shown communities that have cure violence sites have seen on average a 40% reduction in shootings. And it's proven and it just doesn't make sense to me why the mayor's office wouldn't fast-track the funding. He wants a violence prevention site in Canarsie to join those already operating in Brownsville, East Flatbush, and East New York, all of which are hot spots for shootings. Fire Commissioner Laura Cavanaugh is not winning any popularity contests among the fire department's rank and file right now. Here's what happened at a promotion ceremony last week. Fire Commissioner Laura Cavanaugh. Five down, gentlemen. Some firefighters are upset that Kavanaugh berated some of the department's leaders for failure to, quote, think outside the box, and she demoted three chiefs earlier this month. At least five chiefs then resigned their ranks in solidarity. One of them is the chief of department, and he seems to be quite a bit more popular than Kavanaugh right now. Chief of the department, John Hodgins. The Daily News reports a leaked recording of Kavanaugh meeting with top brass revealed that she was asking for fresh ideas to tackle issues around the department. The chiefs were more interested in how far outside the city they could drive their department-provided cars without getting into trouble. The city will be getting its third marijuana dispensary today at 62 East 13th Street. This one is operated by the Doe Fund, the same outfit that has what they call justice-involved individuals cleaning the streets. This dispensary is perhaps a little misleadingly named. It's called Union Square Travel Agency, but uh, to avoid confusion, they tack on the line, a cannabis store. It opens this morning at 1030. New York State has decided masks are no longer necessary in medical facilities, but it will be up to the facilities themselves to decide whether masks are still required. The mask mandate now lifted as the state's overall COVID transmission rate is dropping, especially over the past two months. In the hospital, always good to be back to normal, not wearing masks. Anything based on data is very welcome. Mount Sinai fellow Dr. Muhammad Albi says going maskless would make it easier to develop relationships with his patients and colleagues. Mount Sinai says it'll make a decision on its mask policy after reviewing it Monday. They should have to wear a mask around them. Gail Martin from Rochester just visited her son who was getting brain surgery. She wants the masks to stay on. They go home just like I go home. You know, they don't stay there 24-7. It'll now be up to the individual hospitals and nursing homes to keep or drop their mask requirements. Christy Kalishian, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM at Mount Sinai Hospital. And this is what it sounded like in Chinatown yesterday. It was the 25th annual Lunar New Year celebration, ringing in the Year of the Rabbit. Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams led the parade. This community means so much to the vibrancy of our city, and I want to thank you for each year since the days of being born, President, marching with you. Governor Hochul pointed out that the state has kicked in $20 million to help bring Chinatown back to life after businesses there were devastated by pandemic shutdowns and people otherwise avoiding the neighborhood. The Boy Scouts have a cabin at Scout Field Park in Yonkers. It's been sitting in the park since 1919, so long that even a young John F. Kennedy Jr. made use of it when his family lived in Bronxville and he was a Boy Scout. 
Now, the scouts in Westchester County are in a legal battle over ownership of the cabin. The county says it's county property and always has been. The scouts haven't been transparent about the money they make renting the cabin out for events, according to the county. So far, the courts have ruled in the county's favor, allowing eviction of the scouts, but an appeal is pending. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.